Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Look who decided to show up. <laughs> I'm ready now. Oh, okay, good. No need for an intro. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's the intro. So today... What? No, that can't be the intro. Oh, my God. Alyssa? Hey, Alyssa. That's not my name. <laughs> that's not my name. That's not my name. Hey, Alyssa. Hey, Sam. Are you ready? Yes, I am very ready. I should do it in Spanish. Si. Uh, listos. Oh. Or listas? I don't know, because I'm not learning Spanish with you. <laughs> We're already running into the issue. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> Stuck at the office or traffic jam. Time to take it easy with Alyssa and Sam. Is that show you know? A pro. Um, so today I wanted to talk about basically just some things that are like a weird side effect of social media, mm. bizarre things that I think take place in social media that, you know, grind my gears sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> where, Man, do, where do I begin? <laughs> I've been grinded. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wanted to start by talking about parasocial relationships. Uh, let me get my book out. Yeah. I don't know. I, what that I have is. a description. Okay. <laughs> Um, So basically, a parasocial relationship is a one-sided relationship where the other side is unaware of the other's existence. So this is like common within like, it actually, it's not like something that started on social media. I think they coined the term in like the 1950s, but it was more so something where it started with like, um, like people watching celebrities and feeling like they have a relationship with this person. Right. And now obviously it's like very much so exacerbated by social media because people watch you and listen to you and and follow your Instagram and all that kind of stuff and they feel like they know you and they feel like in some ways like you guys have almost like a little bit of a relationship right and so (laughs) sometimes this results in like a lot of issues because I I noticed this in that um I think people hold me to like a particularly high standard because they have uh like a perception of me that they've maybe created but maybe you know it's like partially what they've come up with partially like what I've kind of offered through you know things that I talk about whatever um and so then that leads to them being like genuinely disappointed in Mm. things that I say things that I do whatever kind of thing it's like if you were walking down the street and you heard someone talking about a breakup you'd be like right kind of thing but if obviously like your friend called you and was talking about it you'd like have some shit to say you'd be like fuck that guy you know what I mean like you'd feel connected to that issue and so that's sort of like the thing with parasocial relationships is people feel like they have that relationship with you but obviously they don't (laughs) right (laughs) but they're but they're affected the way that you would be from a friend doing or saying something that maybe you wouldn't agree with or whatever this one woman Margaret Mary Ray thought that she was married to David Letterman Oh. She was arrested eight times for trespassing on his property. Wow. She also stole his Porsche. <laughs> but like there's... How... Go ahead. What kind of security does David Letterman have? Apparently not great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it a lock in his car? How did she steal his Porsche? I have no not idea. to minimize. This is obviously like a horrific. I would... I'm so scared of the dark and people in general. So that's horrific for me. But like... Like you're just tossing the dark in there. <laughs> 
Well, I'm assuming she didn't steal I'm his portion. Of a few things. I'm surprised. Like he didn't. She didn't steal his portion in the middle of the day. She just show know, up she with a flat pretty, deck. She sounds pretty ballsy, dude. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. She might have. <laughs> she drives it right up me, me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Anyway, sorry. That is fucking horrific. Um, but there's a few instances of that where like it kind of leads to. This is like obviously the extreme. A lot of the times, this is considered something that's like actually like perfectly normal and healthy parasocial relationships yeah okay yeah it's not seen as like because it's like only natural like humans are naturally um inclined towards social relationships Mm -hmm. and so it's just you know one-sided right i actually um yeah here's the thing i'm a consumer (laughs) oh i i know (laughs) i'm a consumer of social media of youtube i've been watching youtube for a long time as i'm sure a lot of people have um i feel like i can relate a little bit yeah uh i think that my first hmm, i'm getting a little embarrassed (laughs) do i want to say this or not want to say this i think that my first uh I don't know, feeling of that was when Jenna Marbles and her ex-boyfriend broke up. Oh, yeah. Max No Sleeves. Yeah. And I mean, listen, I'm still a huge fan of Jenna Marbles and I'm a huge fan of Julian as well. You'll take him. Oh, I'm my goodness. Just love him. You know, we're buddies, obviously. He replied to me on Twitter one time. Awesome. Yeah. So we're I mean, we're friends, obviously. Um. But I was, I was pretty upset. I was like, okay, well, what, like what happened? Like what went on? And you know what I mean? And, and so I think that I feel like I can understand and same with, I guess, like other people that I watch Mm. that like go through breakups and stuff like that. And it's better now (laughs) in my, I've worked on this (laughs) informative years though. I was like, I was devastated. Like the, the Jenna one, it it did hit me hard. I was like, I thought they were going to be together forever. Like love is a lie. (laughs) What? That happened to me with something else actually recently. Oh God, what was it? When I was like, love is a lie. Oh yeah. Oh no. Who was that? Um, who's broken up recently? Let me think. Oh, it was Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson. Oh, that's not that recent. Well, it like is in ago. my heart. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't ready for their relation. I used to, okay, again, I need to like, do embarrassed. Um, I... <laughs> I, during the Pete Davidson, Ariana Grande time, I would watch, (laughs) I would watch fan videos, fan videos, like the, you know, like fans make fan edits. Yeah. I would watch fan edits of like cutest Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson moments, but like I wouldn't watch them once. Her eyes are watering. Like I would watch them like over and like every night I think for like a full I don't know a couple weeks you had them like playing in the background instead of friends no I didn't I didn't even background them like I would watch them you were actively engaged yeah the one where she's like sitting on top of him and she's like can you feel the love tonight you're saying the one as if I have also (laughs) been watching these fan videos (laughs) you know the one I don't have anybody out there also watched the fan videos because there's not very many to go through. That's why you have to keep rewatching. You bled it dry real fast. I did. And and well, that was like what I was devastated about is that there was going to be no more fan videos because they broke up. You could have had a real career in making fan videos. I still could. It's not too late. <laughs> no, no, no. But I will. Yeah, I understand. I like how you said in my formative years and then just segued into a con- 
<laughs> where I'm an still example doing this. where it's like this was like eight <laughs> months ago. <laughs> I know. Well, but maybe that's a thing. Like I do feel like it's different with influencers and with celebrities like like traditional celebrities Mm. um i guess which doesn't make sense because we're all fucking human yeah but i do feel like there's something a little bit more uh personal about an influencer because we have this like we can there's there's the possibility that there's going to be a back and forth like i could dm you like if i didn't know you i could dm you on instagram maybe you would see it whatever but like if i dm ariana grande like she's there's, probably not happening yeah well and a lot of those people's accounts i'm not i don't know about her but like a lot of those people's accounts aren't actually run by them mm-hmm. they're run by like their team or like their pr or like whatever right so yeah i feel like there's almost like that disconnect where you're like okay well i'm so far removed from this that it's like you can kind of yeah you know reason with yourself and be yeah. like eh, okay i don't actually know ariana grande and Pete davidson <laughs> yeah exactly but with like influencers and stuff i feel like there is a little bit of a di- you can you can feel Oh, for sure. Like a friend. Well, I think like there's some people that I watch that I feel, there's some people that I watch that are my friend, but I feel more like a friend to them. Oh. <laughs> watching their content. Okay. Um, but going back to breakups really quickly, um, this is something that's kind of interesting in within like social media because breakups are something that like notoriously people feel absolutely entitled to know what happened mm. because they feel like they were there for the relationship um you know they were there through like all these videos together like they knew a little bit about it kind of thing and so when people break up they're like well what the fuck happened like they genuinely want to know and like um when I broke up with my last partner we were pretty like prevalent on each other's social media Mm. um and uh I had somebody message me this really really long message and they were like um they were like we deserve to know what happened. We've been there from the beginning just as much as you have, just as much as I have. I'm like, I don't fucking think so, bro. <laughs> you like, sleeping in my bed, baby? <laughs> you weren't putting up with this bow shit. <laughs> like, but like people were genuinely like upset. Like they were like, we want to, we want to know what happened. It's, it's such an odd <laughs> thing, but I do the same shit. Like when Jacqueline Hill and her husband were getting divorced, oh my God. I was like, okay, Jacqueline, I respect your privacy, but like also like, when are we going to know what happened? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's odd. It's odd to like see someone that like you do see them as like being in this relationship and you get an idea of what their relationship looks like. And that's a perfect example actually, because I always looked at their relationship and I was like, oh man, like they're like so in love, like they've been together forever, like high school sweethearts, blah, blah, blah. But like they still like really get each other. I never thought they would get divorced. Mm -hmm. And then when they got divorced and she posted a video finally being like, you know, like we, we were better off as friends. Like we were, were never good husband and wife. And I was like, huh? I remember him bringing you beers in the middle of your freaking YouTube and like, you know, like it's it, like you, yeah. you develop an idea of what you think their relationship is. And obviously, right. you know, like as an influencer or a celebrity or whatever, you can shape that idea a little, like you can show very specific parts that make it seem as if, you know, your relationship is one way or the other, but. Yeah. Well, nobody wants to paint their relationship in a bad light while they're in it. I do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I feel like you are quite honest about your relationship these days. But yeah. um, it's interesting to me that you say, like, uh, with the Jacqueline Hill thing, you're like, finally, like, she posted a <laughs> yeah. video. Yet, that's probably how other people were feeling about you. No, 100%. Yeah. that's It's so it's so easy to, like, fall into. Because, like, I, I experience it as the person on the other side mm-hmm. 
and the effects of people thinking they know me and, and like holding me to this high standard and wanting to know things about my life, which obviously like you have no right to know anything unless I decide to put it out there. Right. Um, but it's so easy to fall into the other side as well and be like, oh man, I just, I really want to know what happened. Mm-hmm. I wonder if she's going to talk about it. I wonder if like, like where can I find things about it? Like, you know, it's just like that curiosity because you feel like you're like waiting for your friend to like let you know like well you're invested in the relationship you are yeah I actually I really like (laughs) when people like talk about their relationships and stuff like that online and I always thought that I would be one to like always let everybody in on like what's Mm. going on why we broke up like whatever not in me baby I don't think I don't (laughs) think like I can picture myself doing like a why we broke up video ever well hopefully Hopefully you don't get divorced (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I don't think I would, I don't think I would do that. But I, I think that there is merit in talking about relationship issues, not while they're happening necessarily, but like, while you're still in a relationship. I think that there is like a benefit to that because I do, that's something that's always kind of grinded my gears. I don't think that anybody has to post anything about anything. If Jacqueline Hill hadn't posted a divorce video, I'd be a little sad, but I'd be like, fucking fair enough. (laughs) Well, yeah, it's your life, right? Yeah. Yeah. But like, I think that like it's 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 unfortunate to me that people only have really really positive relationships to look up to um which sounds backwards but like it's like either like you have this highly romanticized um like so perfect relationship so like so much more perfect relationship until they break up and then it's like it was toxic it was broken right. blah 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 and and like you're kind of left with these two things which like you might not really really relate to either of them while you're in a relationship now because mm-hmm. um, it's easy to feel like once you get out of a relationship like yeah that was toxic yeah that was like whatever but when you're in a relationship and you're dealing with those issues it's really hard I think to look at social media and be watching like all these people be like in these fantasy phenomenal relationships do you feel like that's how you felt about your parents when you were growing up did you feel like they had a like like their relationship was so perfect and whatever because you talk about like your parents being role models in relationships so much that it set like in your mind like an unrealistic standard um I think that no not necessarily because like I did get to see obviously like them arguing and being in fights and whatever but I felt like it was them setting unrealistic standards because I got to see how my parents fight and also make up and mm-hmm. you know go through all the kind of like ebbs and flows and so when I started getting into relationships it was really frustrating to me when we would argue and they'd be like maybe we should just break up and I'd be like okay Jesus Christ dude you know like <laughs> like that kind of stuff was um frustrating to me because I had watched my parents you know navigate navigate and and be able to have these arguments and then like move on with their life right (laughs) and I think uh I think it was that was what was so beneficial to me was getting to see not not obviously everything but like a lot of the ins and outs of my parents relationship and that helped me shape my relationships later on yeah but if I'd only been seeing like the really really positive sides I think that that would have been harder Mm -hmm. yeah that's how I that's kind of how I I view it uh, with your parents too, because you know, I'm technically their daughter now. <laughs> I feel that way anyway. Um, but it's a I, parasocial relationship, yeah. guys. <laughs> oh my god, that's devastating to me no, if they don't not. feel that way. They feel that way. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Mom, send us a text. Yeah, <laughs> she does. Oh, can't. My eyes are gonna water again. I need to turn away from them. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I I almost feel that way though that they set an unrealistic respect. <laughs> 
really? expectation for me. Yeah, because like, well, not unrealistic, I guess, but I think that it it is something to like look up to. Um, and I guess I kind of was looking in like from the outside and my parents divorced. My mom keeps correcting me. I'm so sorry, mom. I don't fucking know when you got divorced. Anyway, <laughs> they split for a long time. Like they were my whole life basically. Um, and so looking in on that, I was like, damn dude, like you guys have dinner together every night and like, you know, you play Yahtzee and your dad's hilarious and your mom loves it and like all this stuff. And, um, yeah, it was a little bit like, I was like, well, how am I ever going to get that? Like, I don't know. What the <laughs> frick? But that's how I feel like looking now at like social media. Like I look at other people's relationships and I'm like, oh my God, like yeah. they have no issues. They never argue. Like they get along so well. They travel together all the time. It's like no problem. They work together. Like mm-hmm. there's just so, because the only example you see is them being in like a perfect relationship. And oddly enough, if I was to see them being normal, I, you almost would be like a little turned off. Like oh, 100%. The illusion is broken. Yeah, like I remember you saying you were watching someone and you were like, ooh, like she's kind of like in a bad mood. She's kind of being like a dick to her husband and stuff. But like it's funny <laughs> because like that's probably how we more so interact with like our partners or whatever most of the time. But like when you're seeing it online, when you've been had this picture painted of what yeah. their relationship looks like and then it's like even moderately changed, you're like, oh, she's a fucking bitch today. Like... <laughs> that's so true though it's so easy to have that like picture be yeah well yeah and I think that that was something that was interesting when we posted that um uh video of me and Matt at oh whatever what was it called again Uh, who knows me better better, yeah it's just so interesting because like I we that is how like Matt and I interact and Mm -hmm. that's how you and Matt interact and that's how like you and I interact and it's very genuine and it's very comfortable and whatever but because I think like we weren't putting on a show and we weren't being like oh it's okay and like you know what I mean like so buddy buddy yeah exactly that some people think like oh we don't like each other or like oh I'm vying for her attention or whatever (laughs) you know what I mean I'm like this is ridiculous like if Matt and I truly didn't like each other we would be like buddy buddy and like like trying to like put a show on kind of thing yeah and like you know when you go into somebody's house that you don't know and you're like oh where can I put my shoes extra polite yeah do you have a glass that I could use whereas like you know I come into your house I kick off my shoes I fucking go upstairs you know what I mean like yeah it's just it's so interesting in that that when you are like the most genuine people think you're like something's wrong I guess Mm -hmm. instead of like what they expect to see which is like (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, and that's um like something that always bothered me is like from the beginning of my YouTube channel, people have like the the thing for my like brand, I guess, is that like people are like, you're so real <laughs> and like genuine. <laughs> um, and so that's kind of like a common comment that I get. And it's so funny because like whenever I post a video with my partner, people are like, wow, you're like really rude to him and you guys are like blah, blah, blah and whatever. And I'm like, this is fucking hilarious because like if I show you how I am day to day in my videos, you praise me for it. If I show you how I am genuinely with my partner because we're not like, I love you, babe. Like, you know, like we're not that like, I mean, we fucking live together. Like we're not like in love 24 seven, like falling all over each other kind of thing. We talk to each other like normal adults. Yeah. Um, But then when I'm showing that in a genuine light, people are like, wow, you're a real dickhead and I don't approve (laughs) well and that's the thing is like not everybody's relationship is the same Mm -hmm. and like this works for you guys and if the other person cared 
they would fucking say something or yeah. they would leave or whatever. You know what I mean? And like uh, in my last relationship, we were more like lovey-dovey, whatever. But it's like in other relationships, I didn't even see my boyfriend for like weeks at a time and it worked for us. And yeah. I was like, whatever, this is great. Like lit. And we talked to each other like I would like talk to you or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it's it's just weird that people only will like accept this one type of way to speak to a spouse. And it's mm-hmm. like, okay, listen, when you're like, shitting your pants in the next room and you're like <laughs> laughing about it and shit like that you're not gonna be like oh my goodness like, you're so oh cute babe goodness. yeah it's like get over yourself have you ever lived with a partner long term <laughs> it's not rainbows <laughs> it ain't pretty <laughs> yeah. uh, one stomach flu and it all goes out the window i mean jesus listen i'm so glad that when i came back from cuba i went straight to la with you because <laughs> Dude. I don't know if anything could have come back from that. It's dark times. <laughs> now picture this. A tent in the middle of the Serengeti with no actual running water. <laughs> and the stomach flu. I like how you like motioned for the bowl that you were puking into. Yeah. <laughs> it was truly the worst. Yeah. <laughs> um, you have been really invested in people's relationships. Do yeah. you feel like you are... Like, do you feel like you care like I don't want to say too much but do you feel like you're really invested in people's like choices and like what they do what they say online hmm I don't know if I am that invested in their choices I guess uh I think that I get invested in the person Mm -hmm. but it doesn't bother me if somebody like makes a like brand switch or whatever like if they want to move into something else or like I'm not offended if they're like I'm really tired I can't film like that kind of shit like none of that like bothers me at all I don't no I don't think so I think that I I really use YouTube and the people I watch on YouTube when I'm feeling down or whatever and I want like a pick-me-up it's like an escape yeah I watch a lot of like lifestyle videos and even if I'm not doing what they're doing in the lifestyle videos it makes me feel like I am from watching it Mm. I guess like I watch a lot of like morning routine like nighttime routine uh what I eat in a day that kind of stuff um and I don't know. I guess if those people like, I'm trying to think of a situation where I would be offended, but I don't even think that there really is one, I yeah. guess. I mean, if somebody was like being outrageously like inappropriate or, you know, yeah, something serious, then obviously, but I would think that about fucking anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was kind of an interesting thing too. Like when I was reading about parasocial relationships, it was talking about how for different people and for sometimes like different, like it may be a different celebrity that feels like a different thing for them. Mm. So like on one hand, like you might watch someone and feel like they're more of like a mentor kind of thing. Mm. And like you're learning from these people and the other person doesn't even know. (laughs) Yeah. They're part of it, you know, but like you could be shaping like who you are, um, what you know like who you want to be like all these kinds of things based off this person because they're in like a mentorship kind of role role in your mind um and then there's other people where it's like you picture them more as like a friend other people like you picture more as like an actual relationships apparently sometimes margaret mary ray david letterman i don't know um and i just i think that's kind of interesting that we can like categorize celebrities or influencers or whatever the same way that we would with our friends so speaking of mentors go on my um american sign language teacher and i (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> We've been spending a lot of time together, okay? I've been spending a lot of time on Skillshare lately. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, the other day, I learned uh, the signs for turtle, tiger, lion. I can't remember rhino, elephant. How I'm, could you forget about rhinos when they're almost extinct, bro? Oh, my goodness. Wow. Oh, wow. Ouch. Anyway... <laughs> Thank you to Skillshare for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. I am honestly obsessed. There's so many classes on there that you can take. Like I'm I'm starting intro to Spanish. I'm already past intro to ASL. Look at you go. I know. Now all I need is for you to freaking get on board and you should because we have specifically Spanish. Oh my god, let it go. <laughs> god. I want to do a photography course on there because like photography has been something that I'm starting starting to like get into as more of a hobby but I realized that I really don't know what I'm doing (laughs) well that's perfect for you because they have like a ton of options for like photography and film and and stuff like that and then I'll be running a course and then I'll become Skillshare (laughs) (laughs) that's that's your next thing how to be Skillshare (laughs) (laughs) yeah so if you guys don't know Skillshare is an online learning community so they have like a, a, a thousands of different classes and tons of different topics I like I said have been taking American Sign Language in Spanish uh, but you can take it like anything from like photography creative writing design productivity entrepreneurship like there's so many different categories that I didn't even think was a skill like we were talking about in the last podcast like stuff that you don't even think is a skill um, that you can like really start to learn and like hone in on the thing that's kind of nice about this as well is that you can learn at your own pace you can kind of pick up and put down as you want to and you know it's just nice to be able to start learning new hobbies and skills anytime throughout your life i think it's important to keep up with your education yeah that's the thing i want to keep learning i know that i've already said it so many times <laughs> i just i want to be like a, a vast like my, i want my brain to be like so knowledgeable until i'm bill gates level i'm not stopping yeah <laughs> So if you guys want to be Bill Gates level, I don't know if we can make that claim. Yeah, I don't know if we can guarantee that. (laughs) (laughs) But if you guys want to learn some new skills along with us, you can go to Skillshare.com slash approachable. And they're giving our listeners two months of unlimited access to the classes. So like you can take as many classes as you want for two whole months. Like think about the shit that I could learn in two months. I am. I'm thinking about it. You're thinking about it. A lot of Spanish alone. (laughs) Wow. I'm I'm really setting. People are going to come to me in two months and be like, what did you learn? Mm. I'll be like, damn it. I really have to showcase this now. So if you guys would like to try out two months free of Skillshare, you guys can go to Skillshare.com slash approachable. Thank you so much, Skillshare, for sponsoring this episode. Thanks. That's actually so creepy because that's true for me. (laughs) I do. I feel like, like I watch Tana Mojo. Yep. Carry on. (laughs) That is like my, I don't know. Okay, so I. Like the friend that's a mess, but like she's fun to go out drinking with. (laughs) Yeah, but like me. Because like this, (laughs) like I, I wasn't like necessarily as like off the charts as Tana is but I like how I say Tana even like we're friends Tana my girl Tana (laughs) Tana Tana um but like I was a freaking wild child so I kind of like get my fill of that without having to like participate in it I guess yeah and then I watch people like Desi and Katie like they're more their like vlog stuff um and like the Perkins channel and stuff like that like I that's my that's me being like a bougie like oh my god (laughs) like Katie's backyard 
um, videos, updates. Can't get enough. Keep posting them. She doesn't watch our podcast probably, but I, I don't do. know how many more updates she can give on Just her. keep doing it. <laughs> keep changing it around. No, keep filming move, the same thing. Move some furniture. <laughs> Plant some flowers. I don't know. I don't care. Turbo swimming in the in the pool. That's all I need on, on loop. Um... <laughs> Yeah, and just other people too. Like I watch this flight attendant uh, that does like lifestyle vlogs and like this one doctor who vlogs in the hospital. Like all of these people do fill my my need. You watch such a range of content. I do. And honestly, um, I'm sure I'm going to get fucking hate for this, but uh, I don't watch makeup videos very often. I don't think you're going to get hate. Who cares? No one I, likes makeup anymore. Well, no, I do like makeup, but just because like you're my best friend and I don't want people to think that I don't support you because I obviously support you. But um, yeah, I don't really watch a whole... I think I watch like the um like youtubers or whatever i like their lifestyle content more mm. than i actually like the tutorials because i what I'm, a dream viewer you are <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I, i'm honestly am like if you post like one of your amazon like favorite shit you better bet you're getting some what is it called kick like the kickbacks yeah oh you're getting kickbacks from me for sure <laughs> i'm buying all that shit <laughs> i'm a youtuber's dream um but just because like i'm not like tactilely like artistic so I can only get so far with makeup. Yeah. But I really like the lifestyle ver- like portion of it for sure. Yeah. I mean, Desi and Katie's lifestyle videos are truly yeah, they're, magnifique. <laughs> they're pretty like spot on. Yeah. They've got that like really figured out. <laughs> yeah. I actually like when I first wanted to start doing YouTube like way back when I was, I can't remember whose video I was watching, but I was like, oh wow, look at that drone shot. Like I could do this stuff. And then I started doing YouTube videos. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> not happening. I'm going to need a Steven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that uh, doesn't work without a team, unfortunately. No. <laughs> yeah. Not quite the same with you, like you and a camcorder in a back- <laughs> backyard trying to do the same shit. <laughs> Zooming in from like up high with your camcorder. <laughs> and dude, that's remember when we tried to do a like a boss video like in grade 10? It just wasn't happening for us. I mean, but that's the thing is like it started young. It did. Yeah. Yeah. And here we are. I used to vlog on my iPad the fuck is wrong with you you're that person dude i fucking hate when there's like oh my god when you're like traveling and like you're in this like beautiful majestic place and some like old lady takes out her like ipad pro which is like massive and she's like trying to like take a picture (laughs) with this gigantic ipad but i know i wouldn't vlog like majestic stuff i would like vlog my my girlfriend cassie from uh high school we went on like a road trip a couple road trips together and i would like okay what the the hell Do you know how many people I've asked to go on a road trip with me and no one freaking will? And now I hear that you've had a couple road trips with Cassie. I yeah, call her. I have call her right now. (laughs) I want to talk to her. (laughs) I have nothing to say about it. I'm so sorry. No, carry on. I said I would go on a road trip with you, though. I did say that. It's fine. But you kept leaving me. Well, you're you're. Anyways, we'll argue about this later. Uh, this is our parasocial one-sided relationship apparently yeah. because I won't go on road trips with you. Yeah, it's fucking rude. I need a mint for all that stress. I need to turn this fucking heating blanket down. It's it hot, up. hey? Yeah, man. Yeah. You went on a relation- road trip. I did go on a road trip. Is that the end of your story? We went on two road trips and you just wanted to rub it in my face? <laughs> no. I I was said I was we would film each other oh that was the tie to the iPad thing. yeah like we wouldn't be in like these we went to Edmonton <laughs> yeah it's not a very fun road trip no so we would like I don't know film like the weird shit we were doing or whatever not weird shit but just like talking and 
Yeah, that's why I never saw the light of day. <laughs> that's why my vlogging career took 10 years to come to fruition. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> um, okay, I want to uh, hear your opinion about people who capitalize off their real life for social media. Mm. Here's an example. Um, uh, an, a lifestyle influencer recently got um, married and her wedding was like very very commercialized like she had several wedding dresses um she had like dior sponsoring like i think they brought like the candles i want to say was like all sponsored by dior um like the flowers were sponsored like everything every part of her wedding was sponsored how do you know is it linked in the description um well i know (laughs) because i'm an influencer right but how would the general public know um so basically like she had a lot like it's just it's it's just crazy how documented this wedding was so she had a lot of content leading up to the wedding that was sponsored okay um so like her like going and getting her dress made and her like getting shoes for her bridesmaids that was sponsored and like you know all that kind of shit and then like you know like i think there was like other shit about like cakes and crap like that and then on her wedding day or like her wedding weekend let's say she had like magazines talking about her outfit over the weekends um like the the what she wore the day before what she wore for her wedding what she wore for brunch the next morning like all this kind of stuff like her outfit suit at the weekend this chick sounds rich as fuck (laughs) oh she is (laughs) she is but she and then and then she was posting a ton of content like um, Instagram stories about you know different details over the wedding that was obviously sponsored and then Instagram posts as well that were right. sponsored right. Um, and being like thanks for this blah 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 so some of the stuff might have been paid for her to do it other the stuff I think was just gifted gifted yeah um, but it just left me <laughs> feeling kind of like I mean her wedding looked beautiful and like she just like is like such a like like content 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 like she can't even like contain herself it looks like um but it just left me wondering like does is there not moments where this bothers her where like she's like man like my whole wedding is like this commercial and like nothing was really like sacred I don't know how Mm -hmm. do you feel about that um I want to preface this by saying that I continue to eat my words okay so (laughs) (laughs) because my mantra you can't ever understand a a situation until you're in it so um I uh am not getting shit sponsored because I'm this big and I have not had a wedding but that being said I I don't really care about shit being sacred I will say I think that if you coming from the most sentimental, sentimental person, person. <laughs> and nothing's sacred to me except for like I will hold on to it for like 25 years <laughs> no but but sacred in the in the because I feel like for you holding stuff for yourself like not holding stuff um but like keeping it like keeping close it to the chest yeah of. personal and stuff like that is really sacred for you that's something that you put a lot of like value in and, and maybe that's where your sentimentalness like comes shows up maybe. but for me that's not it's not the same like be, me sharing something with whoever doesn't make it any less important to me so like if I were Mm -hmm. to broadcast my wedding I would go about my wedding the exact same way as I would have if I didn't broadcast it um same with like if somebody wanted to sponsor the candles and stuff like that I would just make sure that they're candles that I actually like Mm. um and yeah I don't I don't think that it would bother me if somebody came to me and was like I want to pay you I mean I don't know how who this is even I don't know how big they are but like if somebody was like I'll give you a hundred thousand dollars if you you know do a video and put me in the video like put our brand in the video I'd be like 
Hell yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Come on over. But keep keep, 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 keep coming. I think like for me, the reason why there are certain things that I like to keep more private is because I I hate when something that's like so special and so like personal and whatever is ruined by people's shitty comments about it. Mm. So like, can you imagine, I'm just going to give you a for instance, and this is very likely to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you have a similar wedding where everything's sponsored, whatever, you're doing tons of content surrounding it. And people were like, wow, you're a fucking shill. Like you just like, don't give a fuck. You sit here and you have like a million ads going out. And like, this is your wedding. How dare you? Blah, blah, blah. Like, you know what I mean? And like, if people were shitting on you for like the brands you were partnering with for mm-hmm. your wedding, um, your dress and saying like, you know, you probably don't even fucking like this dress, but you're just like, whatever. And like, or even just making shitty comments like saying they don't like your hair or they don't like your dress or they don't like your shoes or whatever like I think that it's so there's shit that I'm like I don't really care about you commenting about this because like what does it matter to me like it's just another makeup tutorial whatever Mm -hmm. and then there's other things where it's like I don't want to fucking hear your commentary on (laughs) yeah it's like so like personal um I would say that negative comments really do affect me but the only ones that affect me are the ones that could possibly be even a little bit true Mm. so when people say shit that I know is not true I literally it's like I laugh about it and like I'll bring it up because I think that it's hilarious because it's absolutely not true um but if there is something where like yeah if I feel like even a little bit in my soul I'm like oh that might be true then that's when it bothers me Mm. so if somebody was saying like I don't like your hair and I liked my hair I would be like I don't give a fuck yeah like you so don't do your hair that way or if somebody was like well what does shill mean (laughs) (laughs) I need you to back it up a little bit. <laughs> Shill is like someone who like is uh, like uh, uh, sellout. Okay, so let me ask you this. Okay, okay I'm asking you guys, <laughs> the listeners. If somebody offered you life changing money to do this, you would never turn it down. You would never turn down a paycheck. This is ridiculous. Alyssa, nobody's going to admit to that until they're in the scenario. Because like I've been saying, I've been barking up this tree for years. I'm like, nobody would turn this down. And they're like, well, I would. And I'm like, okay, well, you and your high horse can go trot into the sunshine, but I fucking doubt it. Like there's things that like obviously like really don't align with people's values. Like they're fucking like horrible brand or whatever. And maybe, yeah, but like I feel like there's a lot of things that people get pissy about just because like the frequency of ads is too much for them or whatever. And they're like, you don't need to take all of this. But like most people, if put in that situation, absolutely would. Yeah, one, and I agree. I I, I used to think that I would take and do anything <laughs> for a dollar. Yeah. I mean, that's just not the case. And that's something that I had to like come to realize throughout this as well. Like if I don't, like if I believe that like a brand is like harmful or like whatever doesn't align with my values 100% I won't take it yeah I've I have actually turned down like something because I was like I don't like your product so Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna like endorse it um (laughs) 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 pat myself on the fact like one time that I got an ad by myself I'm gonna have to turn that down sorry (laughs) (laughs) feeling real baller over here but but that is something that I had to come to realize and I would do the same thing with anything that I put out there if it was my wedding if I didn't like you know brand x I'd be like well no but there's probably a brand out there that I did like that would come to me with money you know what I mean and and yeah if you were at like your bartending job or whatever and they were like here hold this bottle of absolute vodka and I'll give you a thousand dollars what are you gonna do not pose for the picture 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's how I feel. Like, okay, well, there's also Sky Vodka and Smirnoff Vodka and, you know, all of them. I mean, I don't actually know a lot about these brands, but I've used them a lot <laughs> in my career. <laughs> and it wouldn't bother me holding up a Smirnoff bottle and taking a picture with it, just like if Sky Vodka came to me and wanted to, you know yeah. what I mean? And I think that it's, I think it's interesting that people do have such a problem with it because I think... I think if you only post videos, and this is just me as a consumer, if you only post videos because you have an ad, that actually does bother me. So Yeah, of course. So like if you go, if I'm like a, a follower of yours or whatever, and you go like months without posting a video, and then you come back and you're like, I missed you guys so much, blah, blah, blah. And then you immediately insert an ad and then you fuck off for another month. And then you come back and you're like, oh, I missed you guys so much. I've been so busy. Another ad. <clears throat> Excuse me. That actually kind of does bother me because... I signed up for an experience. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to tell you what I signed up for. Okay? okay. But I feel like that's what most people who watch do. They sign up for an experience. And if if you uh, put ads in that experience, that's fine for me. But if you're only doing this for the paycheck, it, it, that's fine as well. That's up to you. But it does take me out of this fantasy world that I need to enjoy you know what I mean because like you said it's an escape so me watching Mm. these people it's an escape and if you only do it when I know you're getting a paycheck it it does dampen it for me yeah so I I guess I would say that's the only thing and I that happened to me with one youtuber who I watched since like I don't know it's been like 10 years oh wow and they started doing that and I was like I understand because I feel like I am a little bit closer to the industry because obviously I'm like live with you and stuff um but it, even still I couldn't stop that voice in my head that was like but she's only doing this yeah. for I, I like to disillusion myself into thinking that maybe they, like she does care about me specifically me. <laughs> and like that I'm watching and whatever yeah I think um it, it's it's so interesting because um I was going to put this into a video and then I ended up taking it out because I was like I don't feel like I had enough like airtime to really explain myself um that's a comment that people make a lot especially about larger um influencers or whatever um is that like they don't really care about their audience Mm. they don't really whatever um and it's so interesting seeing how people comment to influencers and stuff like that um about this whole thing of like you don't care about us the way we care about you blah 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 and it's it's odd that there's sort of like this push for people for for content creators to care about their audience the way they would care about someone in their personal life Mm. um i think that is so bizarre not that like i think that you should be an asshole to your audience or that you like yeah i mean i think that nobody's going to enjoy content that is very clearly an ad and the only time you're there is for an ad yeah um of course like that's you know for anyone they don't want to feel like they're constantly being sold to because Mm -hmm. they are there for your content not necessarily for your ads and i think most people are fine with like the odd ad here and there and they understand at this point but um yeah I don't know but what do you think about like that do you like do you want to feel like when you're watching content creators and maybe like before you moved in and were closer to it did you want to like feel like they were like I love you guys like you're the best uh no, that didn't really matter to me. And honestly, if somebody posted consistently, like uh, like a video a week or two videos a week or whatever, and they had an ad in every single video, that wouldn't even bother me. 
Oh, because they're being consistent. Because they're being consistent. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, you're still putting out content every week. I don't mind that you need a paycheck or that you... Okay. I think you're rare in that instance. I mean, yeah, probably, but it really doesn't bother me. It's it's the inconsistency when it's like, okay, well, I have an ad, so I have to do a video. It's like, okay, well, I'm going to keep doing videos regardless or whatever. And then if they all have ads, they do. And if they don't have ads, they don't type of thing. What a dream that would be. (laughs) Every video with an ad. Oof. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, although now this is getting a little specific. Okay. But um, what are those videos called when the the whole video has to be about something? Oh, like exclusive? Exclusive videos. I feel like that's a little different because I don't mind if you just like pop in there, you're doing a morning routine and then all of a sudden Quip comes out and they're like. Then you're like obsessed with Quip. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not endorsing them. I'm not. I'm not. I don't even care about Quip. It's just like they were doing a lot of ads with the lifestyle people and so I mean I don't know I'm a consumer they sold me uh I've never tried it though but um but I love it and I 100% endorse it (laughs) um do what was it yeah uh do I feel like I need them to love me no I think that um if something that does bother me is when uh mm, oh gosh I just don't know when people say that like it's the fans like don't matter type of thing like if when people are like well you wouldn't be Do here people say that in not in so many words but it's like <laughs> when people say like you wouldn't be here without me and people are like yes i would it's like well you wouldn't though i just let me let me explain okay one um i do i do feel that way only because social media is so different from things like actors and singers well not singers actors I would say yeah because same with singers if they didn't have any fans no radio station is gonna play it because nobody's gonna listen to it yeah and no you know no venue is gonna book you because nobody's gonna come and you would stop touring that kind of thing same thing for influencers in my mind um and I mean yeah of course uh you can disagree but that's just how I feel but if people stopped following and if people stopped watching eventually you wouldn't get ads and no, you would stop making videos. So when people say like, well, I it, like, it doesn't matter that it, it does matter. I feel like that's so rare though. Like I, like I can't really recall a time where I've heard an influencer be like, yeah, I'd fucking be here without you bitches. Like I feel like more often than not, it's people that feel like they have to continually be like, I love you guys. You're like a family to me. Like mm. I'm so appreciative, like blah, blah, blah. And like, it's not that like, like I think that's like a nice sentiment, but at the same time, I'm like, but do you actually feel that way? Right. Like, do you actually feel like these people are your literal family? Like, yeah. I just think that that shouldn't necessarily be, like, entirely necessary. Yeah, know? no, I, I would agree with that. I, um, I mean, I'm so, still so small on Instagram, but I, I, uh, I get DMs and stuff like that uh, from people. And I, I do feel close to them when they relate to me and when they give, like, uh, it, not just, like, hey, like, love your podcast or whatever like obviously that still feels good but when people like actually take the time to write out a message and they're like this resonated with me like this whatever I do kind of feel close to them um but no of course not of course we don't have the background that like say you or I have or like any of the people that I see on a daily basis and that's just I mean that's it's because we're not we we never created a relationship like yeah in that way um so to say like you are like family to me and stuff like that Maybe those people do feel that way, but I mean, we're not, yeah, we're not sitting down at Thanksgiving and having like a turkey dinner together. Yeah. It's like, or a tofurkey dinner, sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Didn't mean to offend your sensibilities. Yeah, but I think that it is important to remember where 
where your career can come from and mm-hmm. and without those people and and that's the thing is like in your life if you have friends and you you stop giving them love and stop caring for them and being grateful for them they're not going to be your friend anymore yeah you know what I mean I feel the same way about like people who are like subscribers or followers or whatever it's like if I started being a dickhead and just like was like well whatever I'm too good to like I think okay so but my argument isn't like like being a dickhead instead of being like I love you guys you're like my fave but like Mm -hmm. more so like being like neutral because like to me not that like uh, like of course obviously like I'm appreciative thank you guys so much for like watching we love you guys um but like you know I'm appreciative and I'm I'm grateful and like I think that yeah like people you know supporting me obviously got me to where I am but at the same time like I do I do look at my um job as a job Mm -hmm. and so I think that there's (laughs) yeah like it's it's odd to me and I wonder if that's like majority younger audience that's like you don't even care you don't even like whatever kind of Mm. thing um but I just like I wonder where those comments stem from like is that because like you think this person is a shill is that because like this person doesn't express their gratitude enough like like where are those comments coming from where you feel like this person doesn't care about me for me I think it comes from the the gratitude part oh really yeah I think I just like for me I'm like I I almost like am sad (laughs) obviously I'm like biased to one side more so but like I feel almost sad for content creators that like have to get on and be like guys I'm so sorry like I don't mean it like that like I just like I love you guys and like you know like you're I appreciate you so much I'm like like it feels like almost like they're like like this like beaten dog that has to be Mm. like I love you so much like like they have to continually over and over again which is like to me I feel like I want to express my gratitude through continuing to make content Mm. that hopefully you enjoy and be interactive with you and be responding to your dms and your comments when i can and you know and like posting content that maybe you've specifically asked for Mm -hmm. in another video like to me i'm like that's how i would express my gratitude to somebody that i don't actually know they aren't actually my family but like i appreciate you yeah yeah. so i'm gonna do something that is maybe like either helpful for you it's a question you asked or whatever you know as, as opposed to this like really over emotional um you know like pouring of like the heart kind of thing yeah I mean that's not necessary for me yeah. as like a, a listener or like a subscriber or whatever either um yeah I think that for me like even well I don't know it's just so hard to like explain because if somebody acts like they hate their job and whatever like okay so say I'm at like a bar and I can tell that the server hates their job Mm. whatever I don't want that server (laughs) you know what I mean like okay so let me up the ante here a little bit yeah you go into work let's say you've worked at a place for I don't know eight years Mm -hmm. um (laughs) casual fine dining I don't know (laughs) (laughs) but you know like you go into your job and like nine times out of ten like yeah you're gonna go in and even if you're having a bad day you're gonna put a smile on and you're gonna like do your job to the best Mm -hmm. of your ability but then there's gonna be days where like you you genuinely are just in like you're so tired or you're so sick or you're so like just like not in a good mood not having a good day whatever kind of thing and that's obviously going to show through and I think that to me the thing that is tricky about social media kind of going back into this um you know like pressure to showcase like your life being perfect and your relationship Mm -hmm. being perfect and all that kind of shit it's the same thing like with this job like there are days where I get up and I'm like I don't like this job as much Mm. I'm not having as much fun I don't really want to be filming I don't really want to whatever but it's still my job and I still have to like 
get content out and do what I have to do. And so to me, it's like when I post a video or whatever, where I'm like, maybe not as peppy and I'm like not as interested. It's the same as somebody else going into work on a day that they're having a really bad day. And I think that it's unfortunate that people um, feel like that's not appropriate. Mm. <clears throat> um, yeah, I, uh, I've obviously had those days. I mean, I've gone to work. Um, I went to work the day that I found out that my dad had cancer. I went to work after my first boyfriend broke up with me. Like I've definitely had those days where I wasn't on my top game. I don't know that you have called in sick to work. <laughs> so <laughs> I let's did. just let's just assume that you've gone to work through everything that you've ever been through. <laughs> there was a time that I called in sick to work a lot and I was actually sick. But um yeah, no, I, I anything emotional I would always go to work for. But um yeah, so I, I relate to that and I understand that and I probably wasn't as good of a server that day or bartender or whatever. Um but I also didn't tell like my guests that I was serving that I fucking hate my job. And that I don't yeah. feel like serving them. Okay, but see, this is where I feel like, I just, I don't know, I, I have a hard time with it because it's sort of like, um, people want you to be open. Mm -hmm. They want you to be genuine. They want to know about your life. They want to know details, unless it's something they don't want to hear. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. That's true. Because <laughs> that's how I feel too. I'm like, oh, I want these people to be open and honest yeah. and genuine. But it's like, then they say something that I'm like, oh, well, that breaks the facade. So yeah, don't like that. Well, and I, I think that that is, to me, I feel like, let's take this parasocial relationship a step further, okay? You're going to even know about my woes. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just yeah. think, I think to me, it's, I, I understand that it's off-putting mm. in some cases for some people, but at the same time, I feel like, well, this is a more well-rounded version of me. Mm -hmm. And so if you're here for me and you're you're somebody that's like involved, because the thing is, it doesn't, to the best of my knowledge, it doesn't bother you for me to call you and be like, man, I'm having a fucking hard time. I hate my job. Like, this is really yeah. difficult, blah, blah, blah. But when you see it in a video, you're like, Sam, what are you doing, man? Well, if I, I don't feel that way in your videos because I know you. Yeah. As a friend. But if I, yeah, you're right. If I saw it from somebody that I don't actually know, because we don't have that relationship, I probably would feel that way. I'd be like, well, then why am I watching? Yeah. Like, if you don't want to do this, then fucking stop. You know what I mean? And I think that that's a hard thing too, is like, any of your coworkers that like I'm 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 saying like restaurant because that's what I know <laughs> any of your coworkers that you like worked with at a restaurant or whatever they wouldn't be like well quit stop yeah. they yeah. would be like ugh, I know fuck my table is a piece of shit too right mm -hmm. um and I think that in social media yeah because it is I really do believe that social media is based off of a fantasy I do think that yeah um and I think that I would I would hope that a lot of people agree because that is what it is um uh, where was I going with that though? Um, yeah, I wouldn't like go and like be like, oh, you're right. I should quit my job today or whatever. It's like, but I'm allowed to have that conversation with those people. Yeah. Whereas I think in social media, because it's such a fantasy, you're like not, I'm not saying you're not allowed, but like that's yeah. what I feel like is happening is like, well, you're not allowed because now you're like breaking the fantasy. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think that really the only way to break that fantasy and have it be like a more genuine interaction and understanding and stuff like that is is for people to be forthcoming about all aspects mm -hmm. and and to me I feel like I just wonder how different things would be 
I wonder how different people's, you know, like insecurities would be and their confidence and, you know, their like just like insecurities around everything, like their Mm -hmm. body, the way that they look, the way that their makeup looks, um, their skin, their hair, their relationship, everything. Mm -hmm. I wonder how different it would be if content creators were more often talking about, you know, the downsides of their life and, you know, like just shit like that. And even like, you know, posting photos without filters and stuff like Mm -hmm. I stopped um smoothing my skin over the past year and people are still it's been a year people are still like wow thanks for showing your skin Mm -hmm. and and I get that comment a lot on um like foundation review videos too they're like it's nice to see how this actually looks on skin but it's like when you're watching content creators that are putting filters on and stuff like that which by the way I completely understand Mm -hmm. everyone wants to look bomb yeah (laughs) it's nice to have your skin looking good in a video Mm -hmm. um but you know when you're watching a foundation review for instance where someone have has a filter over their skin it's like well even if you buy that foundation your skin's never going to look like that that's so funny that you say that somebody just messaged me and asked me if i had a beauty filter on my last video oh really yeah and i didn't but um <laughs> that's just actually my skin sorry bitches. well no but i think that it might i use the sony a1 uh whatever it's called yeah it's smooth i think it does yeah because i was like well i didn't put anything on here but yeah. I mean, it could be my camera or like the fact that I use like a million lights, but um, <laughs> I didn't even know that that was a fucking thing, which is like, that's a huge problem. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and I mean, that's what leads to people feeling like they're not as good at makeup and their skin doesn't look as good and their right. skin's so textured. And why is this person's skin not as textured? And that mentality bleeds into everything because they look at someone else's relationship and they're like, well, that's not what my relationship looks like. Right. So is there something wrong with my relationship or whatever? Or they look at someone's job and they're like, well, I don't feel that way about my job all yeah. the time. So am I in the wrong career or am I just like useless or what, you know, like it's, it's, I think that it's doing a disservice to the general public to have only the positive aspects being put out there. But at the same time, the general public doesn't want to see the negative because it does ruin the fantasy for fuck's sake uh, that's what i was just gonna say is i agree i think that there is something so cool about being like candid and and honest and genuine um but that's the thing is like i like i said i do go to youtube to escape yeah. and to see the fantasy and i mean i do feel like i'm like with it enough to be like well this is curated yeah you know what i mean like of course it's curated like i don't look like this all the time like you know all that stuff but but I do still want to go and and look at it and it makes me feel good when I look at it and it makes me inspired and and makes me feel more like I can get up and and do this today like I'm motivated because I see other people getting up and doing this yeah yeah I don't know I don't like even like I obviously am very aware that things are curated and I know like the ins and outs of social media and what people are doing and filters and whether or not it's an ad and all that kind of crap like I'm very conscious but I still feel like I look at people and I'm like, man, she always looks pretty and her mm. hair is always nice and blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, like I still find myself just naturally being like, fuck, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to look like that. Like I, it's, it's hard not to fall into that trap. I also think that money helps. It does. You're right. <laughs> like when I see that stuff, when I see people having their hair always looking like fucking bomb and their makeup and their pictures and stuff, I'm like, well, yeah. They rich. <laughs> yeah, they have somebody that's coming to their house at like 4 a.m. and getting them glam and shit like that. Like, I'll use Kylie Jenner as an example because like, I, she's like the most famous, I feel. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, of course she always looks bomb because she gets like, you know, I don't know if she gets spray tans, but they showed it one time on the Kardashians. So I feel like she does. But anyway, you know, she's always keeping up with that. Like she has hair extensions and wigs. Did you say and- that she's keeping up with the Kardashians? 
Uh, yeah. That was a zinger. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> but uh, you just know, I went to a comedy show last night. That reminded me of that. Um, anyway. Um, yeah. So, like, of course, she has all this money. She's spending tons of money to look a certain way. No shit. If I, had- I need you to stop doing that with that cord. <laughs> that is the worst. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was like, okay, it's like her toes on it, and like I was just waiting for, and then you were like, <laughs> I'm like, you know, we have like opposable thumbs. I feel like I have opposable big toes. <laughs> yeah, I fucking just witnessed it in the act, dude. <laughs> I didn't even realize I was doing it, and I just like now I need to keep doing. It. <laughs> you know when they're like shaking your leg and you don't notice until somebody tells you yeah that's that anyway okay I, so kylie jenner yeah if i was like rich as fuck obviously i would pay for all this shit too and i would probably you know look bomb all the time and honestly when i first moved to toronto i i kind of fell into that like i was getting eyelash extensions like spray tans i was working out a ton i was buying new clothes and stuff and like i did feel bomb every day and but i was like this is costing me like thousands of dollars a month to look like this <laughs> yeah. like i don't just wake up like this and i posted a picture like that actually i was like it cost me a thousand dollars a month to wake up like this but um if you if you aren't a part of that in any capacity i think that yeah of course you could look at it and be like well why don't i look like this why like yeah of course but even when you are a part of it that's the thing like that's the yeah. thing that's so hard is like i feel like it's so easy like if if i'm able to get trapped in that knowing the ins and outs mm. I, i'm like man fucking i feel bad for like all the people that don't have any concept of like what's really going on behind the scenes well yeah and that brings us back to like even traditional like advertising and stuff with like models and yeah. airbrushing and and stuff like that it's yeah it's that but in digital form yeah yeah oh man it's a hard life um i wanted to touch really quickly back on parasocial relationships because i'm curious like for you because you were talking about like people DMing you and stuff like that. Do you look at the people that message you as like, like your buds or are you just like, yeah, we talk and then we don't talk anymore. Like it's just like a fleeting like email in your mind. Um, here's my problem is okay. that I do feel like we're buds. And then to my, oh God, my eyes, I can't stop them from wandering ever again. Um, and then if they don't message me back, I do get hurt. Yeah. I'm like, well, you messaged me. You left me on red, motherfucker. <laughs> that, is, that has happened to me a couple times. Like I, they messaged me this really nice message and then I messaged them back and then they never messaged me again. And I'm like, hey, man, are you ghosting me? <laughs> I thought we were friends. Thought we had something. Um, but no, I think that like if we just have like a one exchange or whatever, I feel like it's the same as like if I um, am like serving somebody one time yeah. or whatever. But if I have like a, a regular, <laughs> but I mean like at work, like I, I became really good friends with a lot of my regulars at work. And mm-hmm. uh, when I moved like country or not countries, sorry, provinces and stuff like that. And they would visit the province and they'd come in. It would make me excited. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen you in forever. I feel like it's the same. Like if there's people who comment on things like pictures and videos and whatever and they're keeping up like with with the Kardashians and and whatever and like I'm trying to keep up with them because they've given me some information um I do feel that way but again I'm also I have 12,000 followers not however many right like I think when you get into the millions and stuff like that or even the hundreds of thousands the amount of messages that you would receive would be overwhelming 
Yeah. And I think that it gets really hard. And um, I I said this, but I think it never like got into a podcast or something for some reason. But um, I think that you always would have enough time to message everybody back, of course, if you did like nothing else. But at some point, you get emotionally fatigued from it. Yeah. And, and it's really hard to put that much of yourself into so many messages. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I can't even imagine. Like, I, I get quite a few messages for how many people are, like, following me on Instagram. I can't even imagine how many these big influencers would get. And sometimes when I do sit down and I go through and I want to, because I want to reply genuinely, um, and I'm creating these things, it's like when a friend is texting me, but, like, I have so many of these friends with all of these really serious things that they want to talk about. And I'm like, you know, it it is emotionally fatiguing. And I'm like, well, I want to, you know, come back with either good advice or like my experience or whatever, but I can only do it for so long. And it's not because I don't care. It's just like, I really don't have any more to give that day or whatever. So I can totally understand how somebody who has it in such abundance, it's just you, you, and if you only reply to like one person and then not the others, I would feel guilty, I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like you almost just don't want to reply at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was um like when I – I don't do like really meet and greets anymore like I used to. But when I used to do larger scale meet and greets, I don't know that I've done a single meet and greet and not cried after <laughs> because like I just feel so exhausted and like emotionally drained and stuff like that because it's like you're trying to be everything that this person wants because like I want – your experience to be a good one and I want to live up to your expectations and I want you to be happy that you came out and stuff like that but it's like you're trying to live up to you have to meet this person and in a split second like determine like what part of you they're coming for like what part of you they resonate with the most Mm. and like what they value the most from you and stuff like that because for one person that could be like your humor for another person that could be like the fact that you talk about mental health and another person it's like they resonate with like the makeup side and whatever Mm -hmm. like there's so many different things so it's like you have to determine like okay what are you anticipating what do you like relate to whatever kind of thing and then like trying to be that for you and not in a way where like you're like putting on but just like you know how like with certain friends like you are your personality just like shifts a little bit of course with certain friends it's like that but like over and over and over again for like split second like interactions that are like so brief Mm -hmm. but you're just trying to be (laughs) so much in such a short amount of time for so many people kind of thing yeah and like leaving those is always the weirdest feeling because you're like happy that you got to like interact with these people and a lot of the times you get to hear like cool stories and it's just it's just cool to see people face to face but at the same time it's like oh my god like I'm a shell yeah what I once was yeah and it, and it is like that for sure like answering messages and stuff because so many people do you know if you put yourself out there and even if you don't sometimes people respond back and like they'll tell you a little bit about their life and you know reading those stories and stuff like it's so hard because it's like you do want to be there for everyone and you want to be like their like shoulder to cry on in a way and stuff Mm -hmm. and like and throughout my career I almost felt like that yearning to be that friend for people yeah and also feeling like kind of like that parasocial relationship in reverse where I did genuinely look at a lot of my subscribers and feel like oh these people get me Mm. they're like my friends like whatever and then when it came to a point where I was like oh maybe that's not the case I was like super hurt by it as well what uh when did that when did you figure that out um so I was 
I've, I've never been like a huge interactor just because like I don't like to spend that much time on my phone. But for a long time, I would Periscope every day. So if you don't know what Periscope is, it's just like a live stream. Um, so I would go on Periscope and there's a chat and you can chat with everyone. But the people who watched my Periscope was like a select group of people. Like they, it wasn't a ton of people. It was like a few hundred kind of thing. But those people, they'd come to my meet and greets and they're like, hey, I'm part of the Periscope fam. Aww. And I'd be like, oh my God. Like it, it, you felt like you had a different connection. Fit, yeah, connection with them. And, and I would talk about different things on there and I was able to talk for longer. So, you know, like we, we shared, <laughs> it's not a we thing though, it's a me thing. <laughs> I shared a lot more. And so I, I just felt like these people, this group understood me so much more they knew what I was going through in a way that like the rest of like YouTube or my Instagram wouldn't because I was talking to them every day kind of thing like they were there through like breakups and whatever like they were there for genuinely like my life and then um I remember one time I had gone onto a Reddit thread and someone had posted um about what we talked about in Periscope that day Mm. what I talked about in Periscope that day and I was like devastated because I was like I can't fucking believe you would like take this out of Periscope, which obviously like it's just as public as anything else is. Yeah. So it was naive of me to think that like it was staying in this little corner. But um, I was like, I can't believe you are part of like my friend group, like my Periscope group, you know, and like yeah. you, you took this and like talked about it somewhere else. And like I just started seeing more and more of that. And I was like so devastated by it because I was like, man, like I thought like I thought we had an understanding here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it was just such a weird It felt thing. almost more like a friend had, like, betrayed your trust instead totally. of, like, something that you intended to be public. Yeah. 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 And, like, that kind of stuff, Um, I don't know, it, it does, like, it, it bothers me in a way because it's almost like you took this information that you were privy to and then, like, ran with it somewhere else. Yeah. And... Again, like, obviously, like, it was fully public. Anyone could have, like, waltzed into the Periscope group whatever. Yeah. But, like, I just had such a different um, feeling about it without even really noticing. Like, I didn't even really acknowledge what was going on until the illusion was truly shattered. Yeah. And then the fantasy bubble just burst, man. Yeah. Well, that's a dismal ending. That is. I was just thinking of all the mean things people have said about me. (laughs) The one that gets me, this is a side note, the one that always gets me, um, I mean, there's so many, but this one too, um, is when people say that I have like botched cheek filler and that like... Oh, I'm glad you're clearing the air on this. <laughs> that like, I need to see another doctor, like my, they don't like my filler or whatever. I don't have filler <laughs> in my face. Let the record show. Okay. I do have filler in my lips. I don't know why, like I think that that's different, but anyway, I have filler in my lips. Haven't had it for a long time, but... I don't have cheek filler. I don't have like filler under my eyes or whatever. Like, everyone, please let me go. <laughs> yeah, it's like sad. I'm like, literally, when I see those comments, I'm like, it's just my face. <laughs> Which is like so hurtful. It, it is so hurtful because people are like, your face is botched. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like these chubby cheeks have been with me since birth. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> but like, also, I, of course, I have chronic sinusitis and shit. So it's like, my face is just puffy. Like, yeah off anyway (laughs) um when it comes to hate comments just to wrap up on a good note um when it comes to hate comments are you like more of the like group that's like well if you put yourself out there eh," or you like 
like what, what do you feel about this what do you feel about? yeah I do feel that way really I, yeah because when I when I started the podcast with you and when we started the podcast sorry um that never bothers you that bothers me only <laughs> uh when we started the podcast um I knew I knew what I was getting into. I knew that people were going to have opinions about my appearance, opinions about what I say, literally opinions about anything. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I just expected it. And people have been uh, hating on me for a lot longer than that. (laughs) I mean, I was like, I was bullied and and people bullied me online before anything. Like I had, um, in the city we were from, Kelowna, uh, there was a group I can't remember what it was called now um but it was basically like gossip girl but for Kelowna only and people would post about me on there all the time it was this one person kept posting about me and like stuff that was true stuff that was untrue um which kind of sucked because when people post like stuff that's untrue but then also true it almost makes the untrue stuff that much more viable yeah yeah, sound true um and so I mean I kind of I just realized like if I'm putting myself out there in any capacity, people are going to hate because there are hateful people out there. Yeah. Um, and I just know that I have to conduct myself with integrity and with my morals and I am always learning. Mm-hmm. And like you said uh, in the last podcast from the podcast that you were watching, you know, we are consenting to learn in public. And, yeah. and that's not just on the podcast. That's me on Instagram. That's me in real life. Like everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Like I like how I say real life, but in like my day to day life, it's like I am consenting to learn in public and I am, a, you know, we're always evolving as yeah. people and um, whether that's my style or, you know, like my beliefs on literally anything. Um, I just, I know that people are going to have comments about it because I'm putting it out there and I'm inviting them almost like into my home. Like I'm, I, I am, that's my intention. Like that might not be like yours or another influencers, but my intention is that I'm inviting them into my life. Um, and I want them to be a part of it and I want them to see what I'm going through because for me personally, I did live, like I said, like a very, like, like I was trying to live a facade in my life to show people that I was doing a lot better than I was. Yeah. And with this, I've kind of wanted to just like break that down. Like I don't want to do that anymore. I want people to see like what actually is going on. Um, and also like just having fun like on YouTube and stuff, like whatever I want to post. And so I am inviting them. And so, you know, I'm, I don't get to select who I'm inviting. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, do I appreciate nice comments instead of mean comments? Yeah, of course. But with the mean comments, I just feel like in life you have to, not everybody, but in life I have to take the bad with the good. Yeah. And that's basically what I'm doing. But do they hurt? Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck man. <laughs> of course. I remember like every like shitbag comment, like it is burned into my memory. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think that like, I don't like I don't think it's right that just because you put yourself out there that people are like entitled to leave hate comments um but the thing that I really really don't agree with is the people that say that like you shouldn't respond (laughs) basically like I I think that obviously there's um like a reason to not respond and like it's Mm -hmm. probably beneficial for your mental health not to respond Mm -hmm. but I think that um like I see a lot of people who get torn to fucking shreds and if they make one comment about it people are like wow like why are you even giving this like the time of day like you know like I leave like a million like love comments for you and you never mm-hmm. respond and blah, blah blah but it's like it's it is the equivalent of like you can go about your day and you have a totally fine day at work and everything's fine and you're like nothing's really going wrong but then you go into like a grocery store and someone's an asshole to you that's, that's what you're gonna think about yeah and now your day is shitty and you go home and you bitch about it and whatever mm-hmm. kind of thing it stands out so much more 
Um, and I do think that people can only take so much. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. When, when people leave mean comments, I really, I try to take the time to like think about what I'm going to say or if I'm even going to respond. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that took a long time in my life to not respond with like a knee jerk reaction of, of being like, well, like you too type of thing. But now I try to respond in a way that makes them not change their mind, but see what they're actually saying Yeah, is, is my intention behind responding to mean comments because Every mean comment that I've actually responded to, they backtrack. They have. And I think that it's it's not my duty to, but I like that I can illuminate that for somebody else because I would hope that if I was being like that and I was acting like that, somebody would illuminate for me that A, I am a real person and B, this isn't really what you meant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. And I think that people just like, this this goes back into the issue of people feeling like they really really know you can i talk about this comment that you got the other day yeah of course i'm fucking losing my mind still um (laughs) so someone left a comment the other day on Alyssa's instagram that basically just said like you know like i think your friendship with sam is sweet but um i worry that you are like losing yourself to be like a professional sidekick and like all this kind of bullshit (laughs) and i was like livid Alyssa responded like hi thank you so much for the comment I completely understand but however like you were like very like whatever yeah and I was like first of all (laughs) motherfucker like I was like (laughs) how dare you but like I that that's something where um people think I mean obviously like we've been friends for so long there's so much to our like life and relationship outside of like this one one hour podcast episode that people watch weekly or whatever hopefully (laughs) um (laughs) But, you know, like, it's it's so easy for people to feel like, yeah, I, I know them. I know their friendship. I know what that looks like. Mm-hmm. And you have this, you're so able to make these kind of, like, judgment calls based off this incredible, what, what is, like, incredibly limited knowledge, but it feels so vast. Mm-hmm. Like, you feel like you know everything, like, because you know funny stories about us and you know how we you know about our past relationships and and all that kind of shit like you know our opinion on things so you feel like you have such a well-rounded kind of idea of who that person is and how we interact and all that kind of stuff and it's so easy but that kind of stuff is like what bothers me so much is like people um you know just feeling like because they have this what is actually limited knowledge that they have like the right to be like putting out those opinions basically I don't want to hear your opinions (laughs) well and I think I that comment didn't bother me I think as much as it bothered you it did not no (laughs) Uh, which is very sweet that um you're protecting over me but I think when I see comments like that especially um I feel like I understand them because um I I feel like I can see where 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 their head is at oh for sure yeah because like I get it like numerically of course you know you're successful in this platform you're successful on instagram and youtube and i'm i'm not as big and i don't have as many years under my belt and stuff like that so i can see why you would think that i'm a sidekick the sidekick but that is your perception and that says a lot more about you than it says about me because in our relationship the fact that you have two whatever million followers on instagram and i have twelve thousand means dick all yeah it means nothing um because that's not what we hold our relationship as that's not what we hold the podcast as you know the podcast has x amount of followers that's it 
and and sentence you know what I mean that's that's how we interact but it says a lot to me about what that person might be thinking is that well what's going on for them yeah that they feel like I'm the sidekick because I don't feel like a sidekick I did struggle with um what people would think of me for quite a while when we first started as as you know (laughs) um because I I still cared what people thought yeah. and how they were perceiving it. Like, do they feel like I'm taking too much from you because, you know, I live in your house and, and all this stuff. Like, do what do they think? She and does then, pay rent, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah I, <laughs> I do pay rent. Like, I'm not just, like, squatting here. Um, but, you know, and I even worried, like, do people think that, like, I just showed up here for, like, quote, unquote, like, clout all of mm-hmm. a sudden because they, you know, we weren't like together all the time before um and then you know you and I sat down and had a long conversation you were like See, fucking shut up <laughs> love you <laughs> no yeah <laughs> um and now I just like that is the thing is I really don't care if that's what people think because again it goes back to me saying it's not true yeah so if it's not true it can't hurt me and I'm I'm not a professional psychic and like you said in the comment I do have a lot going on that has nothing to do with the podcast and same with you you have a lot going on that has nothing to do with the podcast but um that's kind of where I try to come with the mean comments is like I try to figure out what's going on for them yeah and it's the same thing for me in like my relationships too and I hope that when I'm feeling a, a certain way or having a bad day or whatever that's what people think too is like okay maybe it's not me like what's going on for them yeah and I think that it takes a lot of the the sting out of that shit. I agree. And, like, I do think, like, even that comment, as much as I was like, I'll kill you in your sleep, um, <laughs> I, I, I did feel like you're clearly coming from a well-intentioned place. And it's just, like, to me... <laughs> do do you understand what you're saying like do you understand what you're implying and are you really stopping to think about the fact that like you don't actually know us like you don't know what our relationship looks like you don't know and and honestly like you know I've I've said this for years but like obviously I try to be as um you know genuine and like myself as I can be online I think you do the same but like but realistically like you don't actually know if this is even my personality right like you know like you have no idea dee, 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 dee. is it we'll never know um but like you know like you don't know for sure so like how can you be so resolute in your beliefs on this right i don't know it's it's such an odd it's such an odd thing well and that's the thing too with like that specific comment is like that was the only thing that day that ever made me question if i was a sidekick yeah you know exactly, I mean? exactly and it's like when you're saying like do you actually know what you're saying it's like well, you, you are actually the only person making me feel small right now. Yeah. hundred percent. And yeah. And I just think that, yeah, with mean comments, like people just, oh gosh, they don't, they don't realize, I think sometimes. No. And, and I think that, um, you know, like obviously, yeah, like don't pay attention, whatever kind mm-hmm. of thing is so much easier said than done, but it really is. You just like, don't know what you can say to someone that's going to stick with them for life. Yeah. And like, there's certain things that like, I wasn't self-conscious about before. And then someone made a hate, hate comment about it. And I was like, oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> I guess this is true. And like, even, um, we've talked about this before and we, I think we might've talked about it in the body image podcast with Sarah, but, um, like there's times where I've posted photos where like, I feel good about myself, like what I look like, my makeup, whatever, my body, um, and someone makes a comment that's well-intentioned, like, oh, like, I'm so glad, like, you wear stuff like that for, like, a girl that has, like, bigger breasts and, like, you just don't care. And it's, like, I know that that's well-intentioned. I know that you're probably coming from a place of, like, oh, we have similar body types and, like, I wouldn't be confident enough to right. wear that. But it's just, like, 
man, like I felt good about that until you said that. And now I'm feeling like, should I be embarrassed wearing stuff like this? Like, am I not seeing what other people are seeing of me? Yeah. And I think that's such a like bummer. That did happen to me too. I know. I hate that shit. People were like, wow, like good for you posting this photo, you know, like, like, I have cellulite too. And I'm like, oh, well, I just liked this photo and now I'm, I wasn't trying to make a statement and (laughs) whatever. It's like, okay, sure. Like I, I do appreciate that. I guess me posting that photo, like made other people feel more confident. Of course I'm, I'm thankful for that, but yeah, it did. It did make make me feel shitty about the photo because yeah. I was like, "Well, I didn't even see any of that." Like, I was just like, "Oh, I don't know. I'm having fun and I'm doing this, and I think that this bathing suit looked nice on me, maybe." And yeah, <laughs> now I'm looking at my friggin' thick thighs and my cellulite and whatever yeah. else, right? Like the fact that it's not edited at all because I don't edit my body in pictures anymore. Yeah, yeah. Bala, Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's a. Uh, those are my opinions on the weird side effects of social media. Yeah. So. That's it. And mine too, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You also <laughs> jumped in there. I did. I did. Yeah. With my, my limited sidekick knowledge. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> all right, you guys. Thank you so much for watching. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.